KD. And look at this bin. Look, there's these movies for one ninety nine. Wait a minute. This movie, this I love this movie. Have you ever seen this movie? This is a great movie. I can't believe it's for one ninety nine in this bin. Can you? Well, yeah, because nobody watches DVDs or VHS anymore. So, actually, I think it's kind of a ripoff. I mean, who actually goes out and buys this for one ninety nine? But you know what? That's actually a good movie, though. What was it about again? Let me out. Hey folks, it's a tad too far. There's far, there's going too far, and then there's us a tad too far, uh, where we take concepts and ideas and shake them up and take them out to the outer space, experiment on them, and then bring them back here to you on Earth, which I think we're still on Earth, right? <laughs> so. um, yeah, we're still on Earth with the Earthlings, the four baskets. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're just trying to make it the best we can before we go back to the mothership, so. <laughs> exactly. I'm your host Taj, and I'm here with my, you know, fabulous co-host Dietrich. What's up? <laughs> it's been a while since I've had a what's up from you. <laughs> Man, I'm trying to tell you, I've, I've been trying to save them in the back pocket just in case, you know. <laughs> just in case, you know. Just in case, pull them out every once in a good moon. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so uh, these two rounds, we're doing a lesser-known movie, like a movie that uh, we know that like not a lot of other people know. So nothing popular, nothing pop culture, not even like you know bad movies. There are good movies that people know. So it's like a lesser-known movie, uh, and then we're doing it as a different genre. So we're thinking like this movie is so great, but needs to be remade because it was a good concept type of thing. So. Yes, sir. Yeah, everybody has that, like a movie that they've seen this one time, they think they know what the title is, and they know what the plot is, kind of. <laughs> so, and it's like the the actors are like, that person did something somewhere. <laughs> so, but yeah. Yeah, it was that movie, that, you know, uh, <laughs> with so-and-so in it, that came from that show, that was a part of that commercial. That, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So, so uh, my uh, lesser known movie that I picked to do as a different genre is um, now. I know we do a lot of horror movie stuff on here, but I'm not really the biggest horror movie person. <laughs> so, I, I'll, I'll admit I, I have some, you know, um, <laughs> bad tastes in horror movie <laughs> back in the day. So, <laughs> there. Back in the day, you know, when, um, you know, uh, when I was a wee lad, there there used to be a thing, uh, um, I can't even remember when I first saw this movie, but I think it was, it used to be on Fright Night. Because, like, you know, when you, you as a kid would 
sneak up late and watch watch movies like you know ski school you know where they were comedies but then they had the adult stuff that you as a teenage boy were like oh yeah uh (laughs) that's what this movie was this movie was the movie that i picked is actually called waxworks okay waxworks (laughs) yeah so what it was the, wow. the concept of the movie was there's a, a waxworks moves into town right and so these high school kids you know uh, get, uh are given free tickets to go see it and the thing is is that they're going around and all the waxworks exhibits are like different more uh different monster sets type of thing um but then what you come to find out is that if you cross the rope to go into the, the waxwork, you know, display or diorama, diorama, you actually got transported into that world. And then the thing was is that um, something would happen to that person and then they die and then they would become an exhibit in the waxworks diorama. Okay. Okay. And so, so like one kid gets knocked in and then he's in a cabin with a guy that, you know, has some bite marks on him and like, he's like, please kill me. And like all this, and it turns into a werewolf. And so he gets bitten and then he gets killed. Yeah. So it's, it's all that, but the, you know, the, the course the the steamy one was this girl that got knocked into a castle and there was a vampire thing. So, and they had her eat uh, cream of tartar, <laughs> you know, like, okay, that kind of makes sense. You know? <laughs> So, but okay. the concept of it was the the waxworks owner was doing this to collect enough souls, and if he collected enough, then all the monsters came to life, and that's actually how it ended. Like they all finally came to real life, uh, except the the last surviving kids um, uh, locked them all in and set the place ablaze. <laughs> so, oh, damn. You know, to, you're, I'm just saying, how else are you going, you know, you know, kill a mass amount of monsters, you know? <laughs> You talking about some evil type stuff? Okay. <laughs> it, okay. We, no, to, to make things worse, it, it was one of those '80s one where it had a twist ending, or not a twist ending, but it had like a carryover ending. And so, like, she, um, uh, a zombie hand, uh, got uh, crawled into her purse, and so the movie ended with the zombie hand. I guess the zombie hand was in her purse because they made a waxworks too. And the way that one began was the zombie hand climbed out of her purse, killed her stepfather with a hammer, and then she was accused of murdering him. And so the whole concept of the second one was the boyfriend was trying to prove her innocence by re-getting a zombie hand, but he had to travel, do some time travel type of things. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you might be thinking like, really, this movie needs a remake? And I was like, yes, it needs a remake. But since we're doing different genre, I'm going to make take it from a horror movie to a family movie. Yay! But yeah. when- <laughs> How's that going to work? So the way this one's going to work is, so with, you know, most Waxworks museums you know, don't have monsters. Most waxworks museums have historical figures, right? You know, they have, you know, George Washington, Abe Lincoln, you know, stuff like that. So 
the way you do this is you make a family movie with kind of the same concept except for the whole soul stealing part. But it's like there's dioramas with famous people and then you know, the kids are there and the parents are like try and teach them about history. And so they walk into the diorama and then they meet, you know, famous historical persons and then they walk back out and then they're, they're in the wax museum. So it's kind of like a, kind of like a family friendly Bill and Ted's without the phone booth. <laughs> uh, yeah. What? I'm, wor- I'm working. I'm working. I'm working. I'm working. I'm figuring it out. I'm working. it. Right. You don't think, yeah, because, you know, you're there, you see a wax museum, and then you walk into the diorama, and then you're suddenly there with Benjamin Franklin flying his kite, you know, trying to catch lightning on this kite string, you know, and then you walk back out, and you're in the wax museum, and then go to the next exhibit, you know, walk in, Joan of Arc, you know, different things like that. Okay. I'm I'm trying to get there. I'm I'm almost I'm almost there. You're I'm almost there. Playing. Okay. I'm almost there. I'm not I'm not totally gonna crap on it yet. Um Okay, so you're making it uh one more time. What are you making it again just so I can wrap my mind around that thought? I, I, I'm making it into a family movie. So like one of those family action adventure movies type of thing. So kind of like a national treasure type thing. But, you know, National Treasure likes to, you know, they talk about the history to make you be all interested in it. And they go to exact places and have all the crypts and booby traps. This is kind of like trying to do that same thing, but from a different angle where it's more like Bill and Ted, where you like visit that historical person in their time period type of thing. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You can be there with Socrates, you know, with the sand and like. We are like sand <laughs> in the hourglass. <laughs> See, nope. Now you took me back to the soapbox. <laughs> I was really, really trying not to go there. Like sand to an hourglass. These are the days of our lives. Right. You, you don't remember Socrates <laughs> saying that? Uh, yeah, Bill I Pitt. remember that. I remember that. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Party on, dudes. <laughs> mm, four score and 17 minutes ago. Right, exactly. Sorry, I had a, had a Bill and Ted moment. Sorry, I had to, had to bring it back. <laughs> so. Did, do you okay. think it'll work? Yeah. Um, I think it'll work. I think it'll work. And then the t- the title works, I mean, because it's still called Waxworks. And like I said, most Waxworks museums have historical pe- people, not monsters, you know. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I can work. I can work with that. You can work with that. All right. So, what do you have? Oh man, you you made it kind of hard for me, bro. Oh, I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You mean you made it kind of hard for me, cause um, um, uh, there was one movie that literally came to mind. It's got a cult following, 
but it was not a blockbuster by any means. Oh, okay. Um, it's, it's definitely one of those that was kind of weird when it came out and how it came out and everything that came with it. Um, but it was it was kind of those one of those supposed to be make you feel good movies like Root for the Underdog. And it okay. kind of went left from there. So as the movie came out, it was like 1986. Um, okay. It was about a, a kid who was kind of really a nerd. He was a genius, but he was a nerd. Um, he had a crush on, on an older redhead who was a cheerleader and it was a popular kid. Um, but she You're had not the doing Lucas, are you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, man, I'm doing Lucas. I'm, I'm doing Lucas. Yes, he tries to join the football team, and Charlie Sheen and everybody's trying to help him, but not really trying to help him. He winds up getting killed on the damn field and the whole nine. Yeah. I'm 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 talking about Lucas. Um, okay, I, I'm waiting to see where you take this, but I mean, I, I thought Gus was already the remake of Lucas. Gus was supposed to be the remake of Lucas. Yeah, I, I can totally see where that was coming from. But here's my spin okay. on it. Okay. Um, I'm gonna flip it. Okay. I'm gonna flip it hard. Uh, I'm gonna make Lucas a thriller. A, th- a thriller. <laughs> yes. Okay. A suspense thriller. Okay. That's how I'm making Lucas. So the storyline is pretty much the same. Only instead of him being just a socially awkward kid who is trying to make some kind of headway with the female he likes and trying to get in with the cool kids. He's actually systematically trying to take them out one by one. Okay. And he's writing in a book on how he can take each of them out because he's been studying them so long. So he knows, um, he knows uh, the path that the cheerleader takes um, to school every day. He knows what she likes to eat for lunch. He knows that she sneaks off to the band hall and they're going to hook up with the quarterback. Um, he knows that the quarterback drives a certain type of car that um, he's really got a soft spot for people picking on people. But yet then again, he, he's still trying to remain cool. Um, he even knows what Wyanota Riot is doing because she secretly likes him and wants to wants to be with him, though she's playing the friend part and doesn't realize what he sees in the cheerleader. So he's secretly writing in a book on how to take them all out. Okay. And slowly but surely, those people start dying. The same way he wrote it in the book. Same way he wrote it in the book. Okay. Kind of like a death note, but he's not the one killing them. Ah, and, and then I assume he lost the book. No, he still has the book. Oh, he still has the book. Yes. Oh, it, that's even worse. Exactly. <laughs> that is part of the thriller. You see where I'm going? Now the cops are getting involved. Now people are starting to feel paranoid. Now everybody's looking around, trying to figure out how are these people dying and who has some kind of ties to it. And yet and still, here he is, still writing in his book, trying to figure out what's going on. And then he starts to realize 
that these people are dying based off of what he writes in his book. But he still has his book. So now he's paranoid. Does he get rid of the book? Does he keep on writing in the book? Does he turn around and burn it so it doesn't come back to on him and all, all these people start looking at him like he's a mass murderer? What is he going to do? What's going to happen? Who's the one that's actually pulling off these killings? Where's all this going? I like it. I like it. I, I would recommend burning the book, but I mean, that would make for a short movie. But <laughs> Well, see, here's the thing. He could burn the book. He really could burn the book. But the killings would still happen. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so. so who has access to the book and his world and nobody knows nothing about it? His little yeah. sister. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say his dad, but or his mom wanted to. But yeah, it's, yeah, it really comes down to you can you can name anybody. You can name Winona Ryder. You can name uh oh, what was her name? Uh 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 Carrie Green. Um, you can name her the cheerleader as the one that's actually going off and killing these people because she secretly has a crush on him and right. it's, it's infatuated with him. You could do so many flips on it and you know it's going to be somebody. You just don't know who it is. Right. It, it, and really, that, that would be it, it, because not a lot of movies do the female as the, the, the killer, the secret exactly. killer. That, that would be that would be kind of cool, you know. That it's would be it's cool. a love interest that just like, well, you wrote this stuff. It's like, yeah, but I wrote it to get out, not to do it. And she's like, well, well I mean, why you need me because I actually do it. This is why we're a couple. Oh. <laughs> You're like, oh, man. That would, okay. I like it. Yeah, I like that's it. where I'm going with that one. Okay. So, man, I have, I to be honest, I've only seen Lucas once maybe twice <laughs> I, I don't know why that movie sticks in my generation's head but it's I, like, I used to watch it all the time whenever it came on I would stop and watch it <laughs> but, but I mean really that is I mean you hardly ever hear anybody talk about that movie like <laughs> nowadays <laughs> because it was so cheesy and bad for what it was, but at the same token, it was like an innocence to it. Like you could, you could honestly relate to him because you realize how socially awkward he was, right? And, and yet, and still, he still tried to push his way through it, and that's what gave me the the idea to watch it and and to bring it up in this situation because I don't want to see him remain the 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 nerdy kid that got hurt and trying to be in love with the cool kids and trying to try to figure out what to do when he was outside of his element. Like we really need to put a spin on that in order to make it somebody else's issues. Right. And that's what it really comes down to. Just when you think you got it bad, somebody else has got it worse. Gotcha. It, and, and, and like I was joking, like seriously, it, it, Lucas kind of it got re replaced with the better, it, you know, how, another movie comes along and kind of does a little bit better. It's like you could probably do a, a, a graph chart of going from Lucas to Gus to Rudy. <laughs> That's probably, <laughs> you know, based off of the, the, the years they were made. So Exactly. And that's, 
that's probably really a good mixture of, of what it was and what it's supposed to be. So, yeah, I totally get that. Yeah. So, okay. I like that. Cool. So, and the uh, other ones you thought about changing to a different genre? Um, I... <laughs> There was a couple movies that that came to mind. Um, I thought about changing the Little Rascals um, movie that came out. I, I wanted to flip that. Um, there was that Val Kilmer movie, uh, Real Genius. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I I really thought about flipping that one up and making that into a horror movie and, and seeing how that one was gonna go. Um, because that <laughs> that has some underlying tones to it that I think would be like really cool right about now. Um. What- well, especially that that whole putting the the uh, microphone chip in the guy's tooth, you're like, oh, because yes. <laughs> that'd be messed up. <laughs> you're like, you will kill for me. It's like, what? Yes. What? <laughs> you know? Just kidding. This is God. <laughs> right. You must not finish the laser. <laughs> right. What? Exactly. Where'd you go, God? Talk to me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I thought I thought those two would, would definitely be something to play with. That and Beethoven. I was gonna really mess up Beethoven, but I couldn't touch that because that was actually a blockbuster. So, right, right. So, okay, I like it. So, all right. Well, this has been what about you? Tattoo- oh, what about me? Um, yeah, I tried to get away with that. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really didn't. Really, I didn't. This was the. I didn't have any other ones. I, I was trying to think of some ones, but this was about the the first one that I came across as a different genre. It just fit so well. I was like, yes, that makes sense. So, yeah. Cool. And plus, it, I'm not sure if you, uh, Brandon, um, I made him watch Waxworks one and two. <laughs> and so the best line out of the, the whole Waxworks series is in uh, Waxworks two. Because uh, they're, it's kind of the same concept where they're traveling the different worlds. Uh, but uh, the guy, one of the guys, is like, "It's like God's Game Boy." <laughs> 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 That's how you know it, it. It dated itself right there. You're like, okay, <laughs> God has a Game Boy. Oh my God! <laughs> God's Game Boy. That's uh, I'm done. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> <laughs> that day, uh, yeah, you, you got me on that one, <laughs> right? So, okay, okay. So, all right. Well, this has been a tattoo far. You can find this on. Uh, um, sorry, this has been tattoo far. We have a lovely website, <laughs> tattoofar.com. That's t a d t o f a r dot com. Uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, please subscribe and listen to all past and future episodes and we're part of the Sioux Empire Podcast Network um latest Sioux Network 